Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rabot, right here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. Good Friday morning, everybody. This is Issel and Louis, ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. However, you're listening this morning, we appreciate you joining us. As always, the first hour of the show is brought to you by KentuckyTourism.com. Lewis, how are you this morning, my friend? Good. Academic Team Friday, so I've been up for a while. Uh, so I'm kind of already caffeinated and had a breakfast and, you know, to, to do the whole thing, Dan. How are you? Yeah, I, I'm good. I uh, We're going to have Greg Gurley on, uh, the color analyst for uh, Kansas Radio. We're calling him in, right now, yeah. In just a, in just a few minutes. Um I, I also woke up early this morning for some reason. Okay. Yeah, I've been uh, my my. Do you know son, why, Dan? Why? Because you and I are connected in a cosmic way that I cannot describe. To I, you know what? I think that might be true. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> and, and I'm so and I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> it's bad for one but. of us. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we have a competition this weekend with the Scholastic team? Mine is in 10 days. Uh, starts on Tuesday, and then it goes to um, – and then uh, that following Saturday is the rest of it. So that's uh, – Gotcha. Okay. There are eight parts of the competition. Two of them are on that Tuesday. So Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. We, we feel good about the squad this year? We, we have a good, good you know, roster? Uh, you know, you can ask, is it about X's and O's? Is it about um, Jimmy's and Joe's? <laughs> Nothing is more about Jimmy's and Joe's than academic team. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I'm telling All right. you. And, uh, okay. No, so our kids, uh, they, they, they work. It is, Dan, it's wild. I have, I have little kids who take a 140-page study pack that isn't their homework, that isn't, you know, something they have to do for school. And it's right. What, they, every night before they go to bed, they, just, they, they read that and go to bed. That's amazing. And they're 10 years old. Yeah. Well, I I hope they have a better coach than U of L. That's all I can say. Now that everybody thinks Kenny Payne can't coach, Jeff Walls and everything else. Do we have Greg? Uh, uh, hey, we're pleased to welcome in uh, Mr. Greg Gurley. Louis Greg is rock chalk Jayhawk through, <laughs> through and through. through. And through. I read up. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, recruited by uh, Coach Williams to Kansas. Played on three conference teams. Uh, and uh, went to the Final Four. He's now the a- Assistant Athletic Director at Kansas and the Color Analyst on the radio broadcast. Greg, thanks for joining us this morning. Gentlemen, thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, Greg. Uh, 
You know, uh, I knew you went to Kansas when you had a hard time figuring out the difference between Eastern time zone and Central time zone. <laughs> Just right at it. Oh, man. I mean, I, I look back at my text, and I told you I'm, I'm an idiot. Like I said in my text, so I... Now, I uh, I'm just, I don't know what's going on with me, but you're right. The, uh, my, my Kansas education failed me. They're going to they're gonna pull my degree. <laughs> now, I have to be honest. Our mutual friend, Roger Morningstar, told me I better get in the first shot or I'd be playing from behind. Well, I, I mean, I question you guys on your booking agent being Roger Morningstar. I mean, he... Uh, That's a good point, you man. Made. You know, he is, a, he is a treat. I love hanging out with Roger. He is such a unique guy fun to talk to and his son brady who was such a good player for us too is now on our staff so the morning stars are 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 just the, the best family i love them yep solid people i've known roger since he was the converse rep going back to the 1970s so i've, I've known was, roger yeah, we were con- you know the final four that i played in was you know kentucky was there too and, and north carolina and all three of those schools were Converse schools, yeah, and, and back yeah. in the day, that was it. Roger was our guy, and uh, you know, that's a long time ago. Obviously, everybody, you know, it's now the Nike and Adidas show, but, man, it was yeah. uh, good days back then. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, Greg, three weeks ago, I had this in the penciled in a loss for Kentucky, uh, but Kentucky's playing much better, and Kansas, albeit to three ranked teams, two of them on the road, have lost three games in a row. How do you see this matchup? You know, I'm probably with you on looking at it several weeks ago. I remember uh, you guys were, were in a rough spot and you were headed to Knoxville and, and Tennessee was playing as good as anybody in the country. And we we got beat. That was our only loss was in the Bahamas to Tennessee. And they, they dominated us. They big boyed us. They, they, they did everything to shut us down. And, and since that game, we had played well. And you guys struggled. But uh, total flip. In the last two weeks, you guys are on a winning streak. We're on a losing streak. Uh, I mean, I think it's a coin flip type game. I think we at, at Kansas is the number two ranked team in the country, and sixteen and one was kind of fool's gold, so to speak. We we were good, but by no means were we the second best team in the country. Just the way the schedule landed, we had won a lot of games in a row. I get it. Same goes for you guys. You're, you're not an unranked team. You guys, you got guys. You got, you know, you got a great coach, and it was going to turn around. And and, and I, I don't even know if a turnaround is the right word. It's just it's simply scheduling that when when you play teams at what time. And we, we we ran into a Kansas State team on the road, and we had every opportunity to win. I mean, we we just let it get away from us. We lose by one, and couldn't have played uh, worse. Just missed shots, free throws, turnovers. So that started us on our uh, little uh, losing streak. But, you know, Kansas fans and Kentucky fans are very similar. When you lose three straight, it's like, what in the world is going on? But you guys know ball as good as anybody. Sometimes it just happens. And this is what the rest of the world goes through. But at Kansas and Kentucky, (laughs) we just – we can't believe – Bill Self or John Calipari would allow their teams to go on a losing streak. Uh, But it happens. Is there a BillSelfBuyout.com, anything like that? Oh, my gosh. It's funny. You know, he he walks on, uh, you know, it's rarefied air around here. And and I know some of the issues in Lexington with, with, I mean, I can't imagine uh, a fan base there not liking 
John Calabria. I mean, he's 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 done it all, and, and, and that same way goes with Bill Self. So, uh, again, people that know basketball understand that coaches get way too much credit and they get way too much criticism, and these are glaring examples of that. Greg Early with us from the uh, Kansas Basketball Network. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, Greg, let's talk about a couple of your players uh, that our fans might not be greatly familiar with but are having great years. Uh, the first one is uh, redshirt junior Jalen Wilson averaging 21.5 points a game. And the other one uh, may be, may be the, the, the most fun freshman in the country to watch, Grady Dick. Yeah, Jalen Wilson, you know, he, he kind of took a back seat uh, on last year's team to a degree because you got – NBA guys and Ochai Abaji and Christian Brown and, and David McCormick was such a good player for us. And then Remy Martin kind of stole the show. But Jalen has just been steady for us. He's a uh, uh, All-American type candidate that's kind of taking this team on his back. And, and, and as you guys know, it's hard when you're a secondary guy and then you become the alpha dog. And he's done a great job of that. It, it's Everybody's gunning for you and you still go out and, and get buckets and rebounds night after night and so Jalen uh, he's not going to wow you with his athleticism he's not going to dunk he doesn't even have a dunk this year mm-hmm. he, he's a he's kind of that guy that you play after college that is in a church league or whatever that you're like how is this guy beating us and he just he just has a nose for the ball just figures it out then Grady Dick uh, heralded freshman for us out of the state of Kansas probably the best uh, Kansas product we've seen in a long, long time, and he's got it all. He's six eight, quick release, high release point. Can, he's an elite shooter. He's improved defensively uh, against Baylor the other night. He showed that he can put it on the floor, get to the rim with success. He's a he's a top twenty pick in the NBA next year, and and, and uh, he can shoot us into games. I don't know if he, he he's kind of been an interesting quote unquote star that he hasn't become that volume shooting guy he's been actually really efficient shooting a high percentage we'd actually like him to to shoot more but teams take him out of our offense because they're not going to let him beat him and so he's having to learn how to be that so-called alpha dog and know that teams are their entire scouting reports gunning to stop him and so he's got to learn to be better off the ball use screens better and all that but but he's been he's been a fantastic freshman for us Greg Gurley with us at Greg Gurley on Twitter if you want to go find his stuff there. Greg, you know, uh, you know, Kentucky largely relying on guys who didn't start their careers at Kentucky between an Oscar Shibwe, um, you know, a, a C.J. Fredericks and Antonio Reeves, even down to Xavier Wheeler, all started at different colleges. It looks like only, you know, essentially Kevin McCullough Jr. is your only major transfer on the Kansas site. How, how, is, how has Kansas been able to stay in an older model where you're growing your own, you know, high school recruits? Into your yeah, it's a great question, and, and Bill really talked about that last year and the fact that he he uses the term, I want to get old and stay old, because you look at our team last year, it, it was the same team that lost by 30-plus to USC <laughs> in the NCAA tournament the year yeah. before with the addition of Remy Martin. So Bill's utilized the transfer portal, but in a small way, like a key contributor, but not the nucleus, not the whole thing, because he... He loves to, to have guys stick around for a while, and it doesn't matter what you love. It's a matter whether you can do it or not, and he's been able to do it. He, he put Kevin McCuller in the mix to take the place of probably more of a Christian Brown than an Ochai, but they're both two threes for us. Uh, Kevin 
is, is probably a little more offensively challenged than those guys, and he struggled shooting the ball. But he's the perfect Bill Self player in the, in the fact that he is a great defender. You don't have to teach him how to play hard or, or D up or make smart plays. But now offensively is where I think he's lacking a little bit. But, but uh, yeah, Bill's utilized it, but in a much smaller way. In talking about the transfer portal, uh, Greg, it kind of goes hand in hand with NIL and yeah. being in the, the assistant athletic director. I'm sure you know the insides of this. How how active is Kansas in the NIL, and has this thing gotten out of hand with the kid, the football player at Florida being offered thirteen million dollars? I mean, that's just such a crazy number, and, and so. Yeah, in my role as a uh, as a fundraiser in development, it has definitely changed what I do because I'm tasked to raise money for the athletic department to build new stadiums, dorm rooms, whatever, annual fund. And then NIL comes in and our people want to contribute to that, but we don't want them to lessen what they're giving to our department. So it is a, a, a never-ending mm. uh, it, issue equation whatever you want to call it and i know it's going on in kentucky i know it's going on everywhere north carolina take your pick it, 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 it these big time programs it, it it used to be that kansas competed with kentucky north carolina duke indiana the blue bloods because of tradition and facilities and coaching but now you're competing with anybody with money and that's memphis that's alabama that's take your pick take big metropolitan areas Los Angeles, Chicago, New York where there's way more money than Lexington Kentucky or Lawrence, Kansas which in the grand scheme of things are lowly populated states in comparison to the big boys so everybody's on the same playing field now and and we're actually probably looking up at them simply because of of demographics and oh my gosh it's, it's 60% 60% of my job now when it used to be zero. Uh, I think everybody was probably a year behind uh, that first year. We just didn't know what to do. And I think some schools are probably better equipped or, or, or uh, were, were, were ready sooner than others. So uh, it's on the minds of our coaches. They want it. They also want all the shiny toys that they want to get recruits here. But it does come down to money now. I mean, that's the first, second, and third question out of recruits and recruits' parents' mouths. You know, what, what did what did Jalen Wilson or Grady Dick get for NIL? And you have to have an answer. Yeah. Because another school is going to say whether it's true or not. I mean, that's the other thing. You know, I, I don't necessarily believe that there was a $13 million number. That's what was reported, and that's the only thing we can really uh, go off of, but that's an obscene amount of money uh, for a high school quarterback. Maybe he's worth it. I don't know, but I, I, I got I don't know if this is a sustainable model. Uh, I know 13 million isn't at least for us. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but it's uh, it's an obscene amount. And, and, and again, it, it's something that people can say, but it's, there's really no way to prove it. So you might as well, I think a lot of these schools, you know, perception is always different than reality, and then there might be an example of it, but it doesn't really matter because that's what's being discussed. 
Greg Early with us. He'll be on the radio broadcast for the Kansas Jayhawks tomorrow when they visit Rupp Arena. A reminder, we will have the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post-game show here as late as freaking possible because they play all these games at 8 o'clock now. Hey, Greg, uh, one of the talking points around here uh, that got pretty heated was when Kansas passed Kentucky in all-time victories. Was that much of a talking point for Kansas? Is that a point of pride? It's definitely a point of pride. I don't think it's talked about as, you know, I think it's fan bases that take more uh, – you know they get more they get more excited about it than former players and coaches. I know Bill you know, in his press conference yesterday he was asked about it and he he said yeah it's cool but it's not something I I think about a whole lot and I think it's probably the same way with with Dan and and Cal and all the others. It, it, it's definitely a point of pride. It'll I'm sure it'll be used on the recruiting trail and all that. But uh, you know it's it's a it's a longevity and consistency thing that I think you kind of pump your chest out a little bit, but it's cool as a former player to be a part of it. But again, I don't, I don't, I mean, I look at national championships more, uh, us getting Bill getting his second national championship is way more important than becoming the all time winningest program. Amen. Amen. Greg, we'll let you go. We know you're busy. You're not in Lexington yet. Are you? No, we leave about two o'clock today. Got an uh, got an event tonight with with uh, Coach Self and Coach Cal, and then I just love coming down there. It's such a you know as a as a basketball guy, you like going other places. You like seeing how they do their game day management, and you love. I think it's a, a neat setup there. We stay in that hotel attached to Rupp, and uh, you know I kind of bird dog around that hotel bar before i walk over to rub and uh, it's just a, it's just a uh, it's a fun atmosphere and i think you, there's a mutual respect uh kansas to kentucky and all the other schools that i mentioned so i i love this game i'm i'm, I'm upset that this sec big 12 deal is going away i hope yeah. that our people i hope that our people continue to get kentucky on the schedule because I know that they like coming down to us, especially last year when they when they kicked our butts. I mean, it wasn't even a game. So hopefully this year, with both teams in a little bit of a different area, I hope it's a great game and, and looking forward to coming and seeing you guys. Well, uh, speaking of uh, of exciting venues, I have never been to Fog, and I'm coming. Uh, I'm coming the end of next month. I think it's the West Virginia game. So I hope I hope I have the opportunity to meet you face to face, Greg. Yeah, yeah. Get Roger. Come with Roger to shoot around, and, and after shoot around, we'll go. We'll go do the whole behind the scenes tour. That'd be great. Terrific. Thanks. Travel safe, and uh, I wish we could wish you good luck tomorrow. But after <laughs> after tomorrow, uh, good luck. <laughs> and I'll and I'll get my watch fixed correctly when we land in Lexington. So I, I was going to say, are you I'm taking off at two o'clock Central or Eastern there, Greg? <laughs> I'll Google, I'll Google Lexington local time because I'm an idiot. <laughs> thanks, Greg. All right, thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Greg Gurley, <laughs> Greg Gurley on Twitter. He'll be on the radio broadcast for the Kansas Jayhawks tomorrow. All right. Yeah, yeah. When you know he, uh, that's what Morningstar told me. He said, "You better get in the first lick, or he'll." <laughs> well, or he'll, I gotta he'll say, take care of you. here's the difference between Kansas and Kentucky. If Roger Morningstar, if someone named Roger Morningstar were a UK booster, he would be a horse breeder. Mm. No question. Yeah. With a name like yeah. Roger Morningstar and a guy like Greg Gurley would be a trainer. That's what it is. I mean, like exactly. that's that's what yeah. it is. Just different fan bases. Yeah. It's <laughs> instead Morningstar owns a pizza joint. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's an okay gig too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That was fun.
That was fun. I don't know if I learned anything, but it was fun. Yeah. That's kind well, of it's kind of like this show, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. Why, I don't know if I learned anything. Why not start the day fun. out on the right foot? I hear you. Yeah, a lot um, of information and, 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 and no, no, no conclusion. substance. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, no conclusion. Well, I don't know how. I mean, how do you handicap this game? I mean, it's, I, I'm uh, with you. It's a very, it's a clash of styles because they don't play. They play a smaller lineup. And I think they're like a lot of their big men are like six, seven. Yeah. And so this is an opportunity, especially for a top end for, you know, obviously for Oscar. I mean, like it's a real legitimate opportunity for Kentucky to play inside out, which they've started to do the last couple of games in a way that, I mean, frankly, in a matchup that they should be able to exploit. So I, which makes me think Kansas is going to win. <laughs> so I, just, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, no, I think I, the matchup I, predictor being at like 65% for Kentucky is ridiculous. I think it's way I, I do too. I, I, I do too. Because as Greg just said, uh, now it wasn't the same kids. Most of, the, most of these kids were on the roster last year. Uh, when Kentucky went in there, and he 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 had he had the right adjective. I mean, they they kicked they kicked Kansas's butt in the fog, yeah. uh, and you know that that's going to be you know Bill might mention that in the pregame yeah, talk, bit, yeah. uh, you know, and he might mention that he's never had a team lose four games in a row at Kansas, and I I agree with you. I think sixty five percent. Kentucky is way out of line. I, I think this is a toss-up game. I think that win at, at, at Kansas last year is their best win the last five years. I, I Could think that's, be, yeah. That's how good yeah. it was, yeah. Yeah, sure. Could be. So. No, Could good to, be. Good to have Greg on. He's, uh, those radio guys, man, they can talk. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> when you do the color on radio, it's really difficult. Uh, it's much easier to do it on television because you have dead spots and you can see the action so the play-by-play guy isn't talking constantly. The tough part about doing radio color is you've got you've got a really small window and you can't you can't get into three and four sentences. You've got to make your point and get out. And so when you get an opportunity to talk, and not be interrupted by the play-by-play, then you, 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 you seize that moment. Carpe diem. Carpe momentum. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. That's stupid. All right, well, good. I think it's going to be a fun game. I'm actually uh, – my. I have gotten to the point where my uh, my my son, Louie, who's 10 now, um, looks forward to these games. So he's gotten into basketball enough yeah, that he knows no, the names and you yeah. know that kind of stuff. And so yeah. he's like, wait, they're playing Kansas? What's Kansas yeah. like nine? And I'm like, man, you're paying attention. All right, that's yeah, cool. No, so that, that's kind no. of a fun thing. That's yeah. No, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Which means at eight, he'll watch the game with me, and then at halftime, he'll have to throw his pajamas on. You know, it's that kind of there you, you go. Know, that kind of there thing. you so, go. Well, maybe crash on the couch with uh, with Louie tomorrow night, something like that. There you go. Not that I've ever slept on that couch, Tim. <laughs> know anything about that? <laughs> that was in, uh, the, uh, in- interesting take on. Um, you know, I, I think I think Greg's exactly right. I think you know whoever has some. I mean, it's it's going to be ongoing, and Kansas is going to take the lead for a while, and then Kentucky's going to you know, and this, and it'll go back and forth for as long as they play college basketball. So it's it's hard to define exactly right now. I I think the players and the coaches don't pay any any attention to the all time record. It. You mean? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to has, ask about it. Yeah, I mean, has, no, no have, that he said it was a great question. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, it because it matters, right? And and I think and that, I can't tell you how bad it hurts when a guest says you ask a great question. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard well, anyone say that to you. Yeah, that's true. All I yeah. know. <laughs> Well, they just expect it. From That's me. right. Yeah, it's just greatness, um, just spewing greatness. Just exactly, <laughs> exactly. All I know, Louis, is they can't blame me because I'm one and zero against Kansas. <laughs> Where did you play them? Uh, Memorial Coliseum. It was the oh, first they came time, to Kansas. Wow. Okay. Uh, it was the first time that Coach Rupp had played Kansas. I. In a long, long time, it might have been. Maybe the setup was it was the first time that Coach Rupp had played Kansas in Lexington. Okay. But, um, but I mean, we we beat them like a rented mule. I think I think the score was one twenty five to eighty five. Wow. I can't remember if that was my senior year or my junior year. But yeah, we took care we took care of the Jayhawks. There you go. Who was coaching them at that point? Do you know? Top of your head, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find this game. What year would have that would that have been? It would have been sixty eight or sixty nine. Okay. Perfect. Um no, I can't remember. December sixth, nineteen sixty nine. Uh Kansas was coached by Ted Owens. Ted Owens, yeah, I should have known that. And Dave uh, Robich uh scored uh twenty five points in that game. Yeah, he was, uh, he, Dave later, Dave was from Springfield, Illinois, uh, later became, in fact, Ro- <laughs> poor Robish, when, when, uh, when the deal, when John Wise deal fell apart in Baltimore, you know, he was, he, 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 he sold me to Baltimore, you know, yeah, right. that it was, it was, it was for money. Uh, and I've heard 300000 500000 but he sold me to Baltimore. When that deal fell through, Carl Shear, the general manager of the Nuggets, came up with the money, and poor Dave Robish had to leave the Nuggets and go to the Baltimore Claws to, to make it look like it, it was a legitimate deal. I think, I think Robish folded three ABA teams that year. <laughs> And wound up, uh, and wound up back in Denver being a teammate of mine. But uh, yeah, they had Dave Robish. They had Pierre Russell, who played on the Colonels. Uh, Roger Brown, maybe. Uh, yeah, Do Roger Brown a, was on that team. Yep. Do you have a, a box score? I'm Roger, at it right now. Yep. Ro- Roger Brown was a uh, was a, a a teammate of mine with the Nuggets. So yeah, yeah a lot Bud of Bud Stallworth, Pierre Russell. Uh, Dave Robish, uh, William Lawrence, and Robert Cavisto. So there you go. Bobby Cavisto. Yeah, Bobby Cavisto. There you go. Yeah. Um, I am. Um, so, by the way, this this is a game with a. What, was very, I right? Was I right? One twenty five eighty five or something like 11585, that. One fifteen eighty five. Yep. Okay. One fifteen. Yeah, that's a good memory on you. Can't remember women's last names, but uh, yeah, there you go. The um, you know, the interesting thing is this is a very Mike or excuse me, very Dan Issel box score. How many Consist- points? Cons- consistency, Louis. It's just consistency. all. I, you had a career high in assists in this game. How many? Three. <laughs> that probably was my career. Three passes in a game? What the hell? How many points did I score? <laughs> 29. Okay. How, How many rebounds? Uh, 12. 
Ooh. Pratt so led the team in rebounding, 14, 18 points for him. That's a good game for Mike. 18 yes. to 14 is very good. Um, and you are the second-leading uh, assist man. Uh, Larry Steele fouled out of the game with 17 points, 11 rebounds, and five assists. That's a pretty good style line. Yep. yep. How good was Larry? Uh, well, he's, he hung around the NBA for 10 years. Nice. He was with the Portland Trail Blazers, I think, his whole career. Mm. Uh, never a star, but, uh, you know, a contributor off the bench. Um, so ten years of a paycheck, man. That's that's pension yeah, stuff. Right high, there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. high, high energy guy. He's like, uh, o- 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 what's his name? Oak, Okorafor. Oh, yeah, Okorafor. Yeah, yeah. Yelling high a lot of practice. Guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Damn. But yeah, but the difference is Larry actually got in the game. Yeah, that's that is different. You're right. That is different. That is the opposite of what happened the other day. <laughs> look over here. Look over here. Oh man. <laughs> Did Casey play in that game? Uh. 14 guys got in that game. Mm. That's Now that shows you how lopsided it was. because 13 Co- people took a shot. How about Co- that? Coach Rupp never played <laughs> no. 14 guys. No. So you didn't answer my question. Was Mike Casey in the game? He was not in that game. So that must have been our senior year. Uh, no, this is this is yeah, nineteen sixty nine December. You're right. Yes, yeah, sixty nine. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yep, yep. Good yep. call. Yep. That team, that team would have had a shot of winning a national championship. I'm not going to say we would have, but that if Casey had been healthy, that team had a shot to win a national championship. That is the great what if of your life, man. Is is yep. that? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just, that's just, that's the biggest hole. In in my basketball resume that I never got to a Final Four at Kentucky. Now, which UCLA team was it that won that year? Um, that was the year after uh, Lou Alcindor, of course, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar left. That was he he uh, graduated the year before, and that team had uh, Sidney Wicks, Curtis Rowe. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, they, they everybody thought, everybody in college basketball thought Kareem's gone. Uh, that's that's the end of the UCLA run. Oh, everybody, it's wide open. Everybody has a chance. And darned if UCLA didn't win it again. So you you ran into artists that year, right? Jacksonville, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they made it to the final. Yeah. Man. Yeah, you're right. You guys would have been and right they there. Put, and they put one of those guys, one of those guys, Wicks, in front of Artis, row behind Artis, or the other <laughs> way around, and just and, and said, okay, the rest of you guys beat us, and they and they couldn't do it. Yeah. So, hey, uh, Thumbs. <laughs> yes. Is she, is she awake? I'm uh, awake. I yeah. had my coffee. The fastest disappearing lunch of the week will be delivered soon. We want to thank George and the Bernos team for bringing lunch by the ESPN studios today. Bernos has you covered for all of the big events this weekend. They're right downtown across the street from the Yum Center. Stop in before or after an event and enjoy the best pizza in town. Carry out delivery or dine in. 14 area locations in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana. Yeah, it's that good. Bernos Pizza. And a reminder, programming this weekend, I mentioned it earlier, but there will be a Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show tomorrow night, 10-ish, with Streetle and Entz, uh here on 680-1057. Text calls, all those things. I think no matter the outcome, that's going to be a very interesting show. <clears throat> and that's uh, Saturday night here on your home for College Hoops, ESPN 680-1057. And on the app, <clears throat> excuse me, I sent it to, to Dan last night. 
but Bellerman got a game-winning three. How about that? Like right at the buzzer. How um, that was that was special. Thanks for sending that on. Yeah, and uh, ever since. I took a run at Scotty D on this show. They played much better. You, hey, like you've done with, like you've done with so many people here. You, you have raised him to the next level, Louie. It's unbelievable. It's not, unbelievable. It's not what happened, but it's still funny. Um, <laughs> oh man! Now they're, they're, they have they have adjusted. They did get. Um, I, th- I think one of those guys back that got hurt on the UCLA trip, but um, the. Um, you know, they, they have figured out what it is that is going to allow them to win games down the stretch. And it, it's not – it is not, I think, how they want to play necessarily, if you know what I mean, but it's how they have to play. And so – Yeah, uh, and that's and that's a sign of an outstanding coach. He doesn't force his system on the talent. You know, he, 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 he lets the talent play the best way to win games. Bellerman will be back. They go to EKU uh, tomorrow as well. So 2 o'clock Louisville, uh, 7 o'clock you'll have the uh, Bellerman game, then 8 o'clock uh, Kentucky. So um, all of that on our air, uh, you know, as far as postgame shows and all those things. Doug Romay, Mark Bug, uh, pregame is at 645, tip and 7. Here on your home for the night, 680, 105.7 and on the app. So there you go. All right. Uh, other end, we got to talk uh, this UofL trip to South Bend. They're – their matchup predictor is worse for this game than for Boston College. And I don't buy this at all. I, I mean, I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, we'll talk about it because on the Core Four is going to play, and he's, I mean, it's 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 triple double. It's Jokic. Yeah, no, I mean, no, it's, no, I mean, no question. Yeah, no question. He's vocal. <laughs> you can hear him all the way down at the end of the bench. Yeah. Hey, when you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than the Bluegrass State. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or even venture deep underground. This is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Plan your getaway today, that summer vacation, at KentuckyTourism.com. This segment with Dan Issel and Louis Rabot is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. All right, name that tune here until noon, 681-057, the app, ESPNLouisville.com, your smart speaker, your car, however you're hanging out with us this morning. We appreciate it. Dan Essel, Louis Rabot, Crack, producer Avery Dill hanging out with you. With a K. Happy with Friday. A K. And, uh, thanks to Greg Gurley for joining us, making some time for us this morning uh, to chat a little bit about the game tomorrow. I was just in the bullpen, Dan, uh, talking about that game. Andy echoes our, sequ- our, our sentiments about good luck picking a winner in it. Number yep. one, but number two, it also is a big. It's it's you know, and we talk, you and I have talked about this with the schedule for UK that there are several different ways that this season could go. And I apologize, by the way, people on the text line, I had not, I didn't pull uh, the text line up for the first part of the show, and there were like eight, 18 of them waiting for me when I got to the text line this morning. So I apologize. Um, I mean, if you win this game, right? If Kentucky can win this game, we're talking six seed talk. Right, because then they can go pick off a couple more of these games going down the stretch. But if they don't, I mean, and if they look bad, for example, we're talking like just get a ten seed and get in the tournament. Because yeah, you know, yeah. I hate no, to, you you're know, right. and I and, and I know we, we we went back and forth about the net rankings, but like they need these wins against good teams because, frankly, you if you just compile bad wins, you know, they they do the blind resume thing and they put you next to another team and. 
I mean, like, you know, Michigan State struggles with Iowa last night, but they're, like, right next to each other in the net rankings. And Michigan State's got four quad one wins. Kentucky's got one. Mm-hmm. And these, yeah, they, no. And this is where, when a, especially when a team comes to your place, you got to get the win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and uh, you know, this will tell us a lot. I mean, they've won four games in a row. Uh, the Tennessee, as Greg said, the Tennessee game, that win was huge. No question. Winning, winning in Knoxville. Uh, you know, he uh, up until this uh, last three game losing streak. Kansas had lost only one game, and that was they were completely dominated by Tennessee. Uh, and uh, you're right. I mean, the more wins like this they can get, the farther away they get from that North Carol or South Carolina loss. And so, um, yeah, I mean, if they're if they want to talk, as you said, if they want to talk five seed, six seed, these are the kind of games you have to win for sure. Yeah, and imagine you know if you're. You know, and they, they were talking. You know, uh, Rick Bozich was on with with uh, with Sweezy yesterday, and they had a good conversation about how wide open the tournament is, which is something that you've really talked about a lot this year. Absolutely. And can you imagine you get into the tournament and Kentucky's your sixth seed? <laughs> like you're looking at your region, and and they're a terrible matchup for a lot of teams. Yep. Right. And so you know, yep. just this is where. But what I'm saying is, go be a six seed rather than a ten. Right, don't put yeah. yourself in a bad spot where you're playing a two in the second game of the tournament. Right, go right. go be a six, go get a, you know a three or four seed or whatever it might look like, you know, in that in that scene. But you know, but Louis, that's fun for us to talk about and for us to think about. But these these kids can't think about that. They have to think about winning the Kansas. Game. Oh sure, no sure, that, sure. That's all they that's all they should have in front of the, them. Look, the cliche and, for them right now is is true. It's a one game season for them right now. Absolutely, no, I totally agree with you. So. But it'll it'll be fun. The thing I like is tomorrow I get to watch Louisville and then have wide open uh, space for all of the horse racing until we get to. I mean, it's a perfect perfect setup for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 for all the Dgens out there. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Man, I had a well, weird night last night, Dan. So I thought I would. Really? Share, I thought I would share this with you. So I do the show. Good show. It's you know we're like. First part of the Eclipse Awards is on while we're doing the show, so we're talking about that as it's going on. Oh, um, you're talking about your uh, podcast, the podcast last night. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I thought you, I, th- I thought you had lost your mind and said we had a good show. No, no. <laughs> oh, I'm not delusional, Dan. Don't <laughs> although, worry. No, no. Although I heard, I heard from a third party down there at Fourth and Cardinal Way or wherever, wherever you guys are. Yeah, there's Fourth Street. I can see right there. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> that my story about Prime and the airplane, I heard it lit up the text line. Not from you or, or from Thumbs, but from a third party. So that was fun. Uh, yeah, it was very popular yesterday. Yes, it made the rounds for sure. Yes. And Avery's outrage also made the rounds. Yes. Yeah, we played it on first replay, first watch, whatever we want to call it today. Yeah, first replay. We replayed it on first replay. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. how it goes. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, I interrupted. Go no, ahead. You're so fine. you're fine. So, you're watching the Eclipse Awards. Yes. Yeah, so like you know, I do the show. I'm like you know, I'm going to make a grilled cheese. Ooh. So I'm like, you know, what? that sounds great. A little pickle. Ooh. A little mustard. Didn't didn't get out the mustard. I'll be honest. So. I had the grilled cheese. And not 20 minutes later, my stomach is just, it's bad. It's bad. Huh. And I, and I threw up all over our basement bathroom from a grilled cheese sandwich 
And I don't well, know if this makes me what? just the oldest man that's ever lived. But I just I, it just got in there and it was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to empty out your body. Like everything that you have is coming out of your throat right now. What what in a grilled cheese would cause that? I, have I mean cheese no freaking bread. Idea. Bread doesn't go bad. <laughs> well, bread goes bad, but you can see bad bread. I mean bad cheese, uh, bad butter? I, 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 I don't know. No, none of it. I don't know. But it was it was and then and then I felt great. It was one of those. Mm. But you decided you didn't need to eat a grilled cheese. Yeah, right. My body was like, yeah, no, no grilled cheese. We're done. And so what's what's fascinating, though, is I, I thought about it. It's been a very long time since I had the throw up immediately feel better thing happen. Mm. Remember when you were a kid once in a while, you would get sick and you would throw up and you'd be like, oh, I feel, and your, your dad would be like, hey, I bet you feel a lot better. And you're like, actually, I do feel a lot better. Yeah. I had, I had like yeah. a little kid moment last night. How about that? Mm. Huh. You know, growing up, one of my favorite uh, meals was grilled cheese and tomato soup. Oh, sure. Yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, so that's what I did last night. I watched the Eclipse Awards yeah. from start to finish because I was very interested. Uh, not many upsets. I mean, you could have predicted almost every one. I think the sprint category was was a little uh, interesting. I didn't think that horse was going to win the the sprint, uh, but I was very interested uh, uh, in the uh, three year old. Uh, you know, a lot of people saying, "Well, you know, uh, Epicenter only won one Grade One, and Taba won three Grade Ones." Yeah, but if you look at closely, two of those Grade Ones were like Grade Three or listed stakes. Uh, the Santa Anita Derby and the Malibu. There wasn't much competition in there. And it turned out not to be very close. Epicenter was a three-year-old colt. But uh, but I, I had a good – and then Lister called me because Nest, Nest won the yes. – uh, and Nest won the uh, th- the three-year-old champion Philly, and Lister called. He was there, and so Wayne called me after it was over. Do you know how many yearlings uh, were in his yearling crop the the year that he had Nest and Mo Donegal, who me. ran, was it forty two? No, that's how many mares he has. Oh, on the okay, uh, twenty two then. That the number of yearlings that he took to Keeneland that year were thirteen. <laughs> thirteen, and he has a champion three year old filly, and he runs one two in the Belmont. Wow, and 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 Godolphin who has 5,000 broodmares, <laughs> was, was breeder of the year. But I digress. I, voted, talk, I voted Wayne second, whatever. I know, yeah. I know. And I meant You should have voted And actually, first. I got the, the editor at the LA Times to vote him second. By the way, you're wrong about the three-year-old vote. Modern Games should have won. Modern Games wins the turf against older horses as yeah. a category. Blah, 189 blah, to 50. Blah, blah, 189 blah, blah, to 50 blah, 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 against older horses. And epicenter's the winner. What a joke! That's that's a travesty. What, what a, a joke. you could you couldn't be more wrong. That's a grass horse. When you talk about three year old champions, grass horses don't win three year old championships. It's the yeah, horse they just win that breeders' cup races. It's the horse and that runs against older horses. It's the horse that runs second in the Derby. Terrible it's a horse that runs thing. second in the Preakness. Second, it's a horse second, that wins the second, Jim second. Dandy and wins the Travers. That's the three-year-old champion not some grass horse from ireland second against three-year-olds yeah let's talk about let's talk about louisville and notre dame speaking a second um 
why. You sent me. It, can you explain uh, the chart that oh. you sent me yesterday? Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's this, not good. This, this, not this good. is hysterical. Is there any way you can explain what that chart showed? So this is the assist percentage versus turnover percentage for different college basketball teams. So in other words, um, the higher you go on the on the y-axis is a lower turnover percentage. So it's better. You want to be as high on this list as you can be. And you want to be as far to the right as you can be because you're getting assists on, on more of your baskets that way. So Kentucky, for example, is in the top right quadrant, which is good. They have um, a turnover percentage between 14 and 15%. They're, they're past half court. Correct. And, yeah. and frankly, they're in, in very good company if you look at the teams that are up there, right? Um, and so, uh, and they have an assist on about 58% of their shots, uh, their, their made field goals, okay? There are only about, and this is just the, uh, the power five. So there are only about, what, Dan, 10 schools maybe that are, that are better in the assist numbers and about 10 that are better in the turnover margin. So they're in a very good spot with that. Texas right. suggesting it was the bourbon, not the grilled cheese, that made me vomit. I, <laughs> I don't hate that text, but I had one on the show, literally one. So I don't. It just was such a weird. My stomach just and it, it, like it was green. So like it, uh, Louis, I, it just, Louis, we don't have to hear any more. Okay, you threw up and you felt better. Congratulations. I mean, way better. <laughs> Anyways. Louisville is at the bottom left, as you can imagine. So Kentucky top right, Louisville bottom left. And they had to extend the chart to show Louisville. <laughs> they, they are. <laughs> and I mean, like, it's, it's literally as far to the bottom left as you can be. They do not assist on, four, on 60% of their made field goals. And they turn the ball over more than once in every five trips down the floor. I mean, it was, they were so far last on this chart, it was amazing. And you're right, they had to extend the chart so they could get Louisville on it. Correct. Yeah, no. if they were making that chart normally, Louisville would not be part of it. No. 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 No way. Yeah, they'd, be, they'd be off. <laughs> they, I forget who said that to me, but I saw it and I, I just, I smiled and I'm like, Dan needs to see this. Yeah. Um, yep. So Louisville and Notre Dame combined their last nine games 0 and 9. Mm hmm. Um, Notre Dame doing it respectively, uh, losing by three and twelve and thirteen and five, uh, and Louisville doing it respectively, losing by ten and twenty one and twenty one and thirteen and eight. What is it? <clears throat> you know, people the other night seemed to get up hope that they were going to win that Boston College game, Dan Issel included. Um, what gives you hope that they're going to go to Notre Dame and win, other than Notre Dame stinks? Uh, well, that's the biggest reason. And, and I, ha I have to be honest with you. I have not seen one Notre Dame basketball game. I know it's bad when uh, Coach Bray decides uh, midseason he's going to retire after the year is over. Uh, unfortunately, I have seen a 20 of the Louisville Cardinal games. And, and I, I, I'm going to take issue with you about the scores. And believe me, I know you always get in trouble doing comparative scores. Oh, sure. But, yeah, yeah. but, let's, but let's look at this a little closer. Okay. No, Notre Dame lost at home, at home to BC by 12. Yep. Louisville mm -hmm. lost to BC at BC by 10. Florida State... Uh, who is not very good this year, at home 
at home, Florida State beat them by 13. And Florida State was up like 25 in that game. Yeah, I mean they were so, running them off the court. So I, I mean, I mean, obviously, oh, they obviously oh, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna pick a nine and twelve team over a two and eighteen team. But Notre Dame's just one and nine in the conference. I agree. They're yes. they're a half a game ahead of Louisville, who's zero and nine. And so I'm not saying that Louisville's going to win the game, but they certainly have a better chance than nine percent, don't they, Louis? Man, no. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, without Huntley Hatfield, they're just a different team. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll. plays as well as he played at Boston College. Okay, and they can keep Curry from for Bull Bull Curry from running over the top of people, and. L L's ankle is okay, and he can play his forty minutes that you want him to play. I I think they've got a puncher's chance here. I really do. What do you think the What do you think the um, the spread will be? Notre Dame by five or six. Okay, I'm gonna go Notre Dame eight and a half. Um, okay. Someone asked on the text line, by the way, when uh, when UK blew out Kansas, was Dan dating Tarmac Girl? And <laughs> I said, no, you were married at that point. I was married. <laughs> and so the texter, I was married the texter at re- that time. replied to my text and said, is, is, is Sherry then the source of his superpowers? And I would like to suggest, no. Remember, Dan got the initial date because of his superpowers. Yes. Boom. Yes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I just wore same texter suggesting you should evaluate Dan's statistics before and after he met. <laughs> he drove Sherry home. <laughs> <laughs> that would be easy to do because we know the Georgia game. Yeah, oh, yep. I know. Uh, like yesterday, uh, Strebel and Andy they asked um, what, like oh. how many points you had that game. Yeah, thirty-one. That's yeah, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I just I asked her out. I asked her out so many times in so many different ways. I finally I finally wore her down. <laughs> she's, she's like sandstone. She's got to keep I, running the water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I sent I sent her a note. I said, "Do you like me? Check yes or no." <laughs> got a hard no on that one. <laughs> oh man. They were also they were also talking about you know the the high school sweetheart situation rarely works out once you go to college, especially if you go to different colleges. Yeah, sure, right. Yeah, if you go to different colleges, you got no shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I I don't um I don't give them much chance to win just because um the one game they won against Western they couldn't miss and then they beat Florida A and M by five. And I'm not convinced yeah. they've gotten better since that game. So, yeah. Well, by the way, you patient. mentioned something earlier where good good coaches adjust their coaching style to their teams. Yes, I don't think Kenny Payne's doing that. But I know that your your rebuttal would be there's nothing to coach to here. So I, that's not, that's why I didn't bring it up earlier because I don't think you it's know, a conversation. I, worth, yeah, worth and, having, and yeah. here and here's why I'm going to disagree with that. Sure. If you watch the games, he's trying everything, Louie. He's trying different defenses. He's trying different offenses. He's trying different combinations of players. Um, you know, he's he's trying to find uh, a system that can fit the talent. 
he just doesn't have any talent. And so that makes it more more difficult. But but you can't say he he's doing the same thing. You can't say he he's he's got the same combination of players on the floor. You can't say he's playing the same defense because that just isn't true. The other part too is you know they play that first half against Boston College and they cannot maintain it in the second half. And that's yeah. that is absolutely just a, a a pure fact about this team and so that's why dan i would not pick well, him to win. yeah 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 a lot of that had to do with ellis though he took him out for two two seconds and at <laughs> and boston college scores seven straight points uh and then he turns his ankle so but you're right even when he's on the floor they they can't finish games well it's just the remarkable thing is they have that one turnover and then it turns into five turnovers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. All right, so get in price at Rupp Arena tomorrow. What do you think it is? Oh, you told me this yesterday. It's, it has it's gone a, down. It, it, it's gone down. It's gone down. Uh, so it's $87. Good guess. Avery, do you have any guess? Uh, Kansas, Kentucky, get in price tomorrow. 95 It is $99. How about you? Mm. What do you think the get in price is in South Bend for Louisville, Notre Dame? Uh, two dollars and eighty-five cents. It's a little higher than that, Avery. Seven. It's eight bucks. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool. They have cool facilities at Notre Dame. So they used to play hockey and basketball in the Joyce Center, and they were like side by side. It was a very strange setup. Yeah, when you look at it from the outside, there's like two different domes, yeah, right? right? Yeah. Yep. And then yeah. they they moved hockey to its own a donor donated a facility. They have one of the very best college hockey arenas in the country. Um but the basketball arena they they were able to resituate and it's much better now. Um but it's 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 older. It's got that older gymnasium kind of feel, Dan. Kind of a yeah. cool. You you would like yeah. it if you like Freedom Hall, you would like it a lot. Yeah, I've never I've never been there cuz we always played Notre Dame uh on a neutral site. We always played them at Freedom Hall. So that's uh, that's another venue. I've I've been to the football stadium, but I haven't been to the basketball arena. We'll go to break here, but uh, before we do that, texture asking on the UPS Jobs text line four three seven nine six eighty, how would Avery feel if someone constantly pursued her and tried to go on a date with her after she repeatedly told told them no? Which part of their body would she break? Well, it depends on how frustrated I am. <laughs> It, it does come down to that. We mentioned the Louisville-Notre Dame game. We do have your pregame coverage here at 10.30 on 93.9 across the hall. 93.9, of course, your home for all things cards. Noon play-by-play Paul Rogers, Bob Valvano. Um, cannot suggest enough that you try to sync up the uh, the play-by-play with your television because it's just so much better with Paul and Bob than it is with whoever it is at the ACC network. I think this game's on ESPN, too, uh, of all things. So, um, You know, Dan, I mean... I'll, I'll go through this. Coors Light postgame show, Taylor Lynch. Uh, he'll sing at you around 2.30 all that Saturday on your home for the Cards 93.9 and on the app. Tomorrow is an opportunity day for both local teams because Louisville's on ESPN2. You're going to get some kind of crowd watching that game flipping around, right? And if you can go and actually win a game at Notre Dame, like it's an opportunity on ESPN2 to show that you know, you're know you not – you're not the dreck that everyone thinks that you are. You can, you're still capable of winning games. The other part is obviously that Kentucky has a massive opportunity tomorrow night. No, there's no need to, you know, <laughs> to you lay out what's, to what's hype, on. Yeah, yeah there, there's no, there's no. You laying don't have out to out. hype that one. Yeah. So, um, but even if they lose tomorrow, card fans take hope. Victory is coming next Wednesday. 
Oh no, we're going. We're going. Oh no, I can't do this right now. I'm text line. I can't do this. All right, I'm Louie. He's Dan. We're taking you up until Fast Break Friday at noon on the V Show. A reminder: first hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Tourism and KentuckyTourism.com. The cold weather is upon us. I had one of my kids this morning at practice say that the snow looked like dipping dots. And I thought that was pretty funny, and I thought she was totally right. Uh, It's cold out there, so check out all the indoor attractions around the state, maybe for a concert or for a museum, whatever it might be. Find all those things at KentuckyTourism.com. On the other end, I do want to talk about the games in the NFL this weekend because I think think we've got four really freaking good teams this weekend, and I don't know that that always happens in the playoffs. Uh, We will get to that. 49ers, Eagles, Bengals, Chiefs, of course. Um, I want to talk about Billy Packer, too. Uh, because uh, he was one of those voices, yeah, yeah. one of those voices of my childhood that I think I took for granted at the time because he was just always absolutely. There. And uh, Will Levis in the top five. We'll talk about all of it next year on the six eighty one zero five seven. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.